Broadcasting live from the ESPN 690 and Jar and Levine Studios. This is Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690 with Brent Martineau and Austin Lane. In terms of the Bears, yeah, I've met with them. Uh, it was a really great meeting. Um, you know, we just talked football for like an hour straight. That's the best type of meeting for me is just talking ball. So hopefully I'll get a chance to talk to them more and uh, see where that relationship kind of heads as well. That is Mac Jones, Alabama quarterback uh, out of Jacksonville in the bowl school. Uh, you know, don't lose sight of that. I love the local guy's story. And Mac Jones is one heck of a story from the year he had last year to now being in the NFL draft. Could be a top five pick. I mean, it's it's remarkable. So really good stuff uh, with Mac Jones as he continues to just climb up mock draft boards, especially with San Francisco in mind. I'm not convinced that's where he's going. But uh, Mac Jones certainly could be headed that way. That was a lot of fun catching up with Austin Kim, Augusta National Women's Am, coming up the, really starting tomorrow uh, through April 3rd. Already on April tomorrow, uh, Thursday. Yeah, Today's yeah. Tuesday? Today's Tuesday. So uh, that would be cool. And then, uh, once again, drive, chip, and putt. And then next week's Masters Week. So for you golf fans out there, there's a lot of good stuff. And good luck uh, to St. Augustine's Austin Kim. At Augusta, hopefully, uh, thir- first 36 holes, by the way, are played at a different golf course. Uh, the Island and Bluff Nines at Champions Retreat Golf Club uh, in Augusta. And then the cut is made down to 30 players, and they play that final round. That's why I should mention mm-hmm. uh, the final round. Hopefully, I make it there and not just a practice round at Augusta National. So we'll keep an eye on that. I have it covered for you here and also on TV on CBS 47 and Fox 30. By the way, a new uh, – a uh, list of nominees out for ESPN 690 Athlete of the Week brought to you by Honda the Avenues. Go check uh, those names out. Some area schools represented as always. And uh, you can go vote. Show some pride. Vote for your favorite ESPN 690.com. I read this about Justin Fields. Mm-hmm. Might have been the best workout from a quarterback we've seen since you name it. Uh-oh. And I'm like... Since what? Last week? <laughs> I mean, didn't we wow about Zach Wilson? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't we wow about Trevor Lawrence? Yeah. I mean, uh, what, we get getting carried away. What, what did Trevor Lawrence say about it, though? Did Trevor Lawrence mention it? Sure. Did, did he retweet it? Cole tweet it? It wasn't a shh. Mm. <laughs> we what we still on the shoes? Is that what we're on right now? And that's okay if we're still on the shoes. But I'm just saying we're still on the shoes right now for Trevor's account. Coos, Trevor Tracker. Prep in a little bit. I'm back to put you on the spot. We got any new developments on Trevor Lawrence? What are you saying? <laughs> Not that I recall. Okay. Well, I think he's chilling. I mean, obviously been, the little Nas X stuff is taking hey, off. Hey, just say he's chilling. Yeah. Hey, what's up with the Trevor Tracker? He's, he's chilling. chilling. Yeah. Chilling. Good. Awesome. Riveting. Riveting Listen, stuff from the Trevor Tracker. Okay, it's Trevor Tracker. You got to give Trevor Tracker a little bit of a warning. <laughs> By the way, hey, I'll, I'll, you know, interesting about how low key Trevor is. Of course, he's getting married this month. Yeah. But just to give you another sense. My understanding is, I've been doing some work on this, by the way, so I think I got a pretty good understanding of it. We'll see if it changes. Okay. That you, he's really not doing like a media. <laughs> oh, Brent's going to cover the wedding. Like, hey, I'm, out, I'm outside the church. They won't let me in, but hopefully we can get a, an interview. Would it be a bad look? I'm going to ask people this. If I go cover the wedding. Yeah. <laughs> From the parking lot. Yep. Hard, hey, hard thing to get into. Trevor Lawrence's pro day, Trevor Lawrence's wedding. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I gotta do is wear a suit and you're good to go. Just find the right church, Brent. We can get in there. 
I mean, there has been many a people that have snuck into a wedding. Here's what we're going to do. This is going to be a team effort. It's going to be a, a joint ESPN 690 effort. I'm going to get a bunch of – it's it's a wedding, though. I was going to say, we should wear a bunch of Clemson gear. I'll say I'm a, one of his teammates. You say you're a coach, and then we'll get in. But we're wearing suits. So we can get, like, little pins, little Clemson pins, then, a little Clemson tie. That's a good idea. Like that. Let's do it. Let's, let's crash Trevor Lawrence's wedding. I would think we'd not get off to a good start with Trevor, the family, well, I the mean, agent. Well, that, that that affects you, obviously. <laughs> I mean, that's uh, that, that makes your job harder. I'm fine. <laughs> I mean, in the long run, how many times are we really going to get Trevor on anyway, right? I mean, that's a good point. I mean, he's got to talk to us at some point. He's got no choice. <laughs> the NFL makes him talk. It's in the contract, yeah. So, I mean, how much is he really going to so come either, on ESPN either, 690? Either you want to give Brent Martin the... Marshawn Lynch treatment, or are you going to give him a good interview? Regardless, though, you got to talk to Brent I mean, Martin. Listen, at least I've been once. trying to be nice to the Jags for a long time. Yeah, I mean, man. Still don't have an Urban Meyer nice interview. Nice guys finish last sometimes. You know, <laughs> hey, sometimes nice guys finish last, Brent. Be careful with so, that. Maybe you're on to something. I think let's so. Just, I think we crashed the wedding. Yeah, let's just go a 180 on the way I do open things. Open bar, here. you think, though? <laughs> I don't know. Open bar? We'll throw down a good tip. Okay, done. Open bar, I would well, think. But, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if they're really big partiers in the Lawrence family. I don't, I don't know how big the wedding is. That's a good point. It's going to be like 10 people and me and you there. <laughs> yeah. Let's get it. It's a little harder to crash if there's 10 people. Uh, but anyway. For whatever I, reason, I imagine you guys both wearing like Trevor Lawrence wigs, though. Like, oh, no. That's, that's going to draw away. Hey, like, I'm, I'm going to draw attention to myself already walking in six foot six, not shaving, obviously, rocking my dreads. Like, yeah, we're going to stick out like a sore thumb. But once again, oh, you're going to stick we're, out. We don't have a diamond sponsor yet. Let's get a diamond sponsor. And then they're going to make a custom Clemson National Championship <laughs> ring, a fake one. Obviously, it's going to be fool's gold. We both rock those rings to the wedding. Rock our Clemson ties. Say so we're part of the program. We're yeah. in, Brent. What's the results of getting kicked out of the wedding uh, if they do find us um, that we shouldn't be there? Is that trespassing? Can we get arrested? Uh, it's probably trespassing. I, I don't even know if it's trespassing. I just asked you nicely to leave. Yeah, I think so. But what is security going to do? Imagine. <laughs> hey, hey, Brent. But, what, what is security going to do I don't us? know, but I'm putting on your new gloves. <laughs> Let's get it. Let's get it. <laughs> I just imagine both of you there being like, but like yeah, we're related to the, uh, the aunt, no, Trevor. I'm, I'm telling you, man. <laughs> hey. Former teammate and coach, or former coach of Clemson. We're in. Yeah. Right, you, you, you have that classic coaching vibe. It's I not do. an insult. It's, it's, a, it's a good thing. No, I mean, I yeah. think I, I could probably get away for a Cartersville head coach. Uh, well, I was going to say Clemson. Let's let's have some higher ambitions. <laughs> no offense to Cartersville, but let's shoot for the stars a little more. Okay, let's well, be a Clemson coach. I think it would be coach. harder to find. Uh, let's Google if he's really on the Clemson staff. Okay. It's a little easier to I'm, do than it is at Cartersville, probably. That's, that's a good point. That's a good, <laughs> that's a good point. But you can't wear like a Cartersville pin. Like <laughs> if you wear a Clemson pin, you're in. I, I guarantee you're in. Yeah. A little Clemson be. pin, and then we will wear our national championship rings. We're good to go. How do you? I mean, if you're, cause you, you have a hard time like who to invite for the wedding and all this stuff, right? Yeah. Well, how how hard of a time does the Lawrence family have <sighs> figuring out who's coming to the wedding? Yeah. It's gonna be a big. It's gotta be a big. I mean, wedding. the kids are turning sixteen in a couple of weeks. We're having a hard time figuring out <laughs> how many kids should be there, like, or should anybody be there? Are you guys doing a party? Yeah, you doing a little party or a know. little social distance party? Yeah, we're yeah. not sure. You, you we, are, gonna, we have been you, bad you, parents. You're gonna, you gonna have the golf cart drive by <laughs> for a bunch of sixteen-year-olds. You gonna do that? 
I'm sure they'd appreciate yeah, that and not whole, be embarrassed. The yeah, the whole parade for yeah. a bunch of 16-year-olds. That's a good idea, actually. I kind of forgot about that. That was the pandemic way. Yeah, but that'd probably embarrass them a little bit, huh? Yeah. You I'd know, be they, embarrassed. They don't like a lot of that. So, although Kaylee probably li- like that more than she lets on. Okay. I wouldn't be about it at all. Yeah. See, I'm the same both times. But, like, we are bad parents, like, in the sense of we really haven't had many parties for the kids' birthdays. Yeah. You know, we used to do just, like, a little, like, thing at the house or... Yeah. Um, we've done a lot of kickball games down on the baseball field. Oh, that's cool. And, just, and it's fun. I mean, it's just an easy way to do it. Yeah. But never, like, go to Dave & Buster's mm-hmm. or go to the whatever used to be, like, Rebounders, you know, the yep. trampoline place. Yeah, yeah. We never really did a lot of that. So I've been kind you of racking them. gave him a gift and said it. You could get a lot more of those coming down the pipeline, yeah, so don't get too excited. Yeah, kid. I mean, relax, <laughs> you know? Yeah, uh, sure. And so I, I think... I kind of feel like this wouldn't be a bad one to celebrate a little bit more, mm-hmm. but it's they're gonna be sixteen. Yeah, that's that's a big age, Brent. They'll be sixteen, yeah, but is it a big age if you don't get a keys? Well, I was gonna <laughs> say, do we, do we have cars lined no. up? Yet? What do you mean no? No. What do you mean no? no? What do you mean no? They are not getting cars. What? They just what? got phones a year and uh, a half they're, ago. They're gonna Uber. Everyone. What are you? They're gonna Uber. What's going on? Yeah, they, it's called mom. Okay. All right, I got you. I mean, are, are, you, are you like a no car family until they're like nineteen, twenty? What, what are we talking about? Well, here? first of all, just to give you an update on this, and yeah. I know we're all over the place here, from Trevor Lawrence's wedding to the sixteenth birthday these of are, Tyler but and These Kaylee. are the hard hitting issues we got to address. Uh, the Kaylee, I think she started about a month later, so she's she's driven quite a bit. Okay. Okay. She likes to drive. Sure. Uh, but not all the time. But she's she's driven quite a bit. She does okay at it. Okay. Uh, but I don't think she's due to get her license because she didn't get her permit for like a month after her birthday. So she can't get it until like middle of May. Yeah. Well, Ty, we made him get his permit at some point in the summer. Yeah. He's but you made like him. He didn't even care. Around a parking lot. That's insane to me. Doesn't care. That's so insane to me. Because like growing up when I was a kid, like dude, you once you turn 16, it's driver's license. Yeah. I don't that's... remember being overly excited about it, but I did it. Yeah. You know. Uh, and all the other kids seem to be excited about it, or most of them. Yeah. I tell you, I didn't care. Well, wow. he basically he said, we told them, like, when they got their permit, like, you're not getting a car. Like, and, and we might even not allow you to drive right away well, and, and at, the, on your own. Because can, can you describe, because once again, you, you keep bringing this up, and I don't understand why you won't get your kids' cars. Why should don't you, you want them to your... drive around and, like, no. you know, it's okay? No. I feel like it's part of being an adult. It's just responsibility. Well, it is. They're 16. They're not adults. Well, yeah, but you know, it's, a, it's a next step in responsibility. Uh, and, and honestly, I kind of feel like they get their license too early. Okay. Like, I'm not, it's not this steadfast thing. I'm not going to, like, go, you know, uh, lobby against Congress for yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, yeah. like, I, I just feel like it's way early. Like, I don't understand why they get their yeah. permit at 15 and get their license at 16. I, sure. I think it's kind of, I think there are two dangerous things to give the kids, a phone and a car. No, that's and, a, and we see, that's a good point. We, at the same we, time. we didn't have, really have those growing up, so, so that's a good point. And, and they just, they live a mile from school. They go around a radius of like three miles. There's no reason sure. for them to have a car. Like if we live 15 miles away from the school, I would see, Okay. you know, yeah. but there's just no reason for them to do it. I guess and everything's and, localized. It's, it's a little different. Yeah, than and so Ty's right. kind of, he's very practical. And so when we told him like, listen, we're not giving you a car. And you might not even have like your actual license right away. He's like, well, then why am I getting my permit? Yeah. No, <laughs> so I, I got gotcha. you. Why am I learning to drive? Yeah. So he's like, yeah, all right, fine. Just tell me when I can get the car. I'll start so learning how to drive. Did you get your car right when you turned 16 or did you wait? Like, were well, you really excited? Rhode Island, I don't believe we could do it until we we're 16 and a half. Do you guys even have cars? I'm sure everything's localized. You just walked everything. <laughs> no, I From your house to school. Because I worked. Okay. And uh, at that time, I don't know if it was right away, but I worked and I had to pay for my insurance and everything. Yeah. Uh, but I bought like. 
my car off my parents. Mm-hmm. So they were getting a new one. It was a oh, Subaru. You, you bought the car off the parents? <laughs> yeah. I, I like that, yeah. man, teaching the value of a buck. Uh, and so it was a Subaru, like, station wagon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, that's that's the one I had. And I, stick honestly, or uh, uh, automatic or stick? No, it was a stick. I mean, let's go, Brent. Yeah. I see you, man. I got taught how to drive on a stick. I see you. Um, And so... Then I worked, but at one point, my senior year, I, I think I illegally moved like out of the area. Yeah. But I was going to finish my senior year. Mm-hmm. And so it wasn't that far away, but I drove to school every day because of that. Okay. Uh, because uh, we had moved to the yeah. other city. Yeah, yeah. And so uh, I finished off my senior year. How, how many points off on your license? I mean, like on your license, but on your driver's test. How many points off? Oh, I have no idea. Oh, you don't remember that? All I remember is what I took my driver's test with my, my best friend, Pat. And in One Socket, Rhode Island. Yeah. Uh, by the way, uh, Brian Berard from One Socket. Okay. Okay. Uh, Flex. Hey, Bob Arablo coming on. He might know Brian Berard. He okay. knows that name. Okay. Mount St. Charles Hockey. Uh, but I took it. And so that's kind of a hilly place. Yeah. Well, the guy who took us, my buddy Pat, his dad's a cop. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so he must know the guy. And Pat like dry, makes like two turns and he's got a test and it's passed. Like that's what it Just felt like. It. Yeah. Me. I have to go up this hill and do a three-point turn on a hill with, like, this crazy grade to it. It's not smart. No. Like, <laughs> you, you never street. do that in real life. It was, yeah. like, one of the hardest things to do. That, that I mean, illegal. I did okay. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I'm sure you crushed it. Uh, but uh, I mean, if you're driving stick, I'm sure you crushed it. Coos, how many points off of your uh, driver's test? The the test to get the license or the actual driving part? The the, the driving test part. I think I got I got flagged once uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, because I was I was making a left turn back to the, like, the way we did, we had to drive around the school essentially, and so I was making a left turn back into the parking lot, and there was two cars. Oh, you guys had a maid just going around the school? Well, we had to parallel park and do all that oh, stuff too. Oh, see, we have to parallel park. But yeah, but so there was two cars coming, and I waited for both of them to pass to turn. Gotcha. The driver or the person that was with me, grading me, told me I could have turned in between the two cars. I had enough time, and I'm like. Seems dangerous, right? Like, if it was questionable, don't you think I should just wait for both to go? Yeah. Uh, so he he flagged me for that, but it wasn't enough to, like, fail it. Gotcha. Well, I'd rather drive a Zamboni than a car anyway, so let's bring in Bob Arabo from the Jacksonville Iceman right now anyway. Bob, what's happening? Hey, man, we might have some some uh, Zamboni driver's jobs opening up at the new Iceman Igloo. <laughs> yes, the Iceman Igloo you. announced today. How about that? The Sportsplex uh, has been purchased uh, if I have this right, by the Iceman, $18.5 million renovation over the next uh, 18 months or so. Hey, this is great stuff. What a big day for you guys. You know, it was awesome. We announced it this morning, you know, and uh, thanks to our investors, thanks to the city of Jacksonville. And, you know, I mean, this is something we have been talking about for a while, and we've had several reiterations of the plan. But we knew that uh, we, knew that we needed to, to have control over our own ice rink. Um, so that we could really work hard at, at promoting youth sports, especially youth hockey and figure skating. Um, and uh, and now we have that. Uh, we, we, it's going to take about uh, 10 to 12 months to do all the renovations we want to do. Um, we're adding a second sheet of ice to it, and uh, we're you know moving forward and really looking forward to uh, just again further cementing the the Iceman and and the city of Jacksonville's uh, you know and, and uh, the partnership we have here you know um, we're not going anywhere people when I first brought the team here people said to me how long are you gonna last and I'm like you know 
we're going to be here forever, longer than me. Um, and <laughs> and uh, with the local ownership, with the ten, with the new lease that we signed last summer uh, uh, with the city, and uh, and now uh, making this kind of commitment, um, you know, we're we're going to be here forever, guys. That's awesome. Bob Arablo, president of the uh, Jacksonville Icemen. So you're going to still play down at the arena, but practice and build a youth sports, um, you know, vehicle, if you will, at the sportsplex, which will become the Iceman Igloo. Do I have that correct? Yeah, the the games, the, the Iceman games will still be at the arena. Um, you know, for, for you know, we've got basically a 10-year lease on the arena. Um and and then our our uh, ice bikes will be for practice, but it'll also be for the youth sports, and it'll be for family skating too. Um, you know, with two rinks instead of one, we're going to have a lot of room for a lot of different activities on the on the surfaces. We're also going to have an esports center wow. in the building. Uh, we're going to have uh, a nice uh, a nice sports bar and grill um, as well. And uh, and then the Iceman headquarters is moving there. The uh, the offices and stuff will be working out of uh, out of uh, the igloo. Bob, you know, when you mentioned youth hockey, obviously growing up in Wisconsin, I mean, you know, every town that was available um, to, to kids out there. And, and it made a big difference, obviously, in my life because I grew up playing it. I feel like in the sense, and maybe I'm not just versed enough, I feel like in Jacksonville, like there, there's been a giant need um, for a youth hockey program. I haven't really heard a lot about it. There's been some great hockey players that have come out of Jacksonville, but not like that program to kind of grow the youth up. Is that Was that kind of your goal? Did you take a look at the landscape and say, hey, we got to improve on this youth hockey program and get people excited? Excited about it? Yeah, it's really two 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 goals there. One is uh, is getting uh, getting players uh, at a high level ready to play college, ready to play ECHL, ready to play HL, NHL. You know, we've had one player in the in in uh, Jacksonville's history that has made it to the NHL, Brian Ferner, yep. whose career unfortunately was cut short with a with an injury, but. But he made it to the, to the NHL, but it wasn't without a lot of sacrifice on the part of his parents, and and uh, that is, you know, driving him to Tampa, driving him to, to Orlando. There's no reason why kids should not be able to play here in Jacksonville at a high level, uh, you know, uh, and, and have to drive, you know, uh, three, four, five hours away. That's crazy. Um, so that's the first thing. And the second thing is just to get kids who – may not want to be, you know, uh, uh, very competitive in, in terms of hockey, but want to play on a recreation basis. And, and you know, we, we hear from those kids and those families all the time. They've been, you know, my kid came to the game. How do I get them involved in playing, you know? And, again, the with one with one ice sheet, the Jack's Ice people did the best they could, but, um, but, but there just wasn't enough time allocated to uh, youth hockey and, and – that's what we're going to be working on. So we'll be working heavy on rec teams, on, on travel teams, uh, even maybe even a high school league, you know, that kind of stuff to really ingrain hockey into the community. Yeah, I think it's a big deal. Bob Barabla with us, uh, president of Jacksonville Iceman. I mean, Andy Kaufman, obviously, uh, owner of the Iceman, along with uh, minority owners like Tim Tebow and Miles Jack yeah. and, and others. Uh, this, is a, this is a big step, you know, because it's more than just – where the Icemen live, it's obviously going to grow hockey in the area. Then you add a little restaurant type of thing to it as well. I remember one of the early conversations we had, Bob, a few years back when, when you guys came to town uh, with the Icemen. And you mentioned Tampa. And when you guys did this and this announcement started to happen and you guys bought the arena and I saw that. And then this announcement today, 
I could think of that conversation where there's a bit of a blueprint, and maybe in other places too, but here in the state of Florida, Tampa did a very good job of this, right? Trying to grow the roots of hockey in Florida. And that's what I relate this to is what the Lightning have been able to do over there. Yeah, I'd like to say this is a Bob Arabo creation, but it's not. <laughs> you know, actually, the Dallas Stars started it several years back when they first moved from Minnesota to Dallas. Get kids playing. And um, and the Tampa Bay Lightning have done an incredible job uh, taking every other NHL team to task with, with the way they've grown youth hockey. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll be involved with them. They've already reached out to us. They want to bring the NHL Learn to Play program here and and uh, really help us and work with us. So, um, you know, it's 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 the way it's the way to, to kids kids that have moved here from up north. They they you know they want to play hockey. Kids that live here and, and were born and raised here, they want to play hockey. This is going to give them that opportunity to do that, and uh, and we're going to be very very aggressively seeking these kids, and then uh, and then you know setting them up for for success. Yeah. At whatever level they want to get to. Yeah, it's really That's cool. It's a good thing. And I bet you have people calling you left and right saying, hey, where can we go play hockey? Where can, I want my kid. He wants to play hockey. Where can we go play it? Well, here's the place now that you'll be able to do it on a consistent basis. And it will only grow. And, and one of the fastest growing cities in the country, by the way, that's full of young exactly. talent uh, and and people moving from all over the place into Jacksonville. Hey, last thing. Uh, I, I know you guys are trying to make a run here, trying to play good hockey. You're on the road a bit. How did Lizard Kings yeah. night go? Was that as successful as you as you hoped it would be? That was incredible. Um, you know, I wish we had the 8,500 seats because uh, because we would have filled every one of them. I mean, uh, not only that, but we had we had uh, auctions. You know, we auctioned the jerseys off for charity, and and uh, we had we had uh, we had people uh, auctioning from all over the country for those jerseys. So, uh, you know, that's something that we're going to make an annual event. I mean, uh, we'll celebrate the history of hockey with the Lizard Kings here and. And, uh, you know, it was really cool. The Iceman went away for a night, uh, and, and we became the Lizard Kings. So um, that was fun. That was a lot of fun. Hey, Bob, this is really cool stuff. You guys had a vision years ago, and, and you're acting that vision out. Uh, congratulations on Tay. By the way, the Iceman Igloo sounds cool. That's a great yeah. name. Yeah, we're, we're really excited about it. And, you know, Austin, I, I, I keep offering you a, an opportunity to play for the Iceman, but, uh, you know, <laughs> someday. Hey, hey, you know what, man? L- let me go ahead and put up my skates back on for a couple weeks. Let me get my cardio back where it needs to be for playing hockey, and then we'll have a sit down and we'll talk about well, it. Well, and my driving skills are fantastic with the Zamboni, so don't worry. <laughs> I don't need any practice. Just hire hey, you me. Know what? You know what, Brent? You, you talked about your driving test. I, I will tell you that I grew up in Queens in New York, and, and I failed my first driver's test. I cut off a city bus, I guess, while I was making a turn. <laughs> and, and I still, to this day, do not remember the bus. And my dad, who was with me and took me to the to the site, uh, said, "Yeah, um, well, I saw you cut off that bus," <laughs> and uh, and and he said, "Probably the fact that you don't remember it is the first problem you have if you're driving." So it was another year. It was almost another year before I finally got my license, and uh, and I just made sure I watched out for the buses. <laughs> Can you imagine doing your driving test in New York? Oh, it's insane. I mean, that's, that's I can't imagine. <laughs> I guess like if you, you know, do it in New York, you're reversed everywhere else, so you, you feel comfortable. We didn't do them in parking lots. We did them actually on the streets. And uh, and and you didn't know when you left the car, you didn't know if you passed the fail. They'd send you a letter, you know, like, like a week later. And um, I just remember that first one, 
I only had four points taken off, which, you know, you were allowed 20. I had four taken off, and but it was grounds for immediate failure, dangerous moves. There was red ink all over the paper and everything else, and I said, you know what? I don't need to drive. I'll take the subway and stuff, but a, a, about a year later, I went back and uh, took it again and, and did very well. It was the last, the, the second time. So. The, 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 the moral of the story there is don't cut off a bus on your driving test, and you'll be just fine. Yeah. Hey, Bob, uh, congrats my, again. My dad, said, could you, my dad said, could you have a bigger target? You know? <laughs> no. Uh, hey, keep uh, keep moving after that target here in town. You guys are doing a great job. Uh, Jacksonville Iceman won't be home for a couple more weeks, but they've got a new home at the Sportsplex as well with the Iceman Igloo coming up uh, a year or so down the road. Congrats on a big day, man. Well, I want to thank you and, and uh, you both for all your support, too. This is uh, going to be awesome. We're going to have a great end to the season here. You know, we're still only halfway through the season, believe it or not. Um and, uh, you know, our goal is to make the playoffs. We're making a nice run right now. And, uh, you know, uh, got this long road trip. And, and then we're back at home next weekend, uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, against the dreaded Florida Everglades. All right. We'll be ready for it. Uh, have a good night. We appreciate you checking in. And uh, drive safe. Take, take care, guys. <laughs> Thanks, Bob. <laughs> that's Bob Rob. I think that's really cool what they're doing. Uh, yeah. That's, that's going to be a, a neat thing. And I, I know my son's going to be excited. Again, I, I remember we had him on, and he talked about the Lightning and how they've done that youth program. And this is less about the Iceman, so to speak. It's the brand of the Iceman that's helping it out, but yeah. uh, growing it at the youth levels. And, listen, we've seen sports all over. I mean, lacrosse. I mean, Ponte Vedra's got one of the best lacrosse teams in the country. Yes. You know, uh, you know, you can – there's talent here, and, and they'll find their way to that rink. Yep. You know, and you before you it. know it – it won't just be Brian Furlan who's no. playing in the NHL. I mean, it's just well, the actually, way it is. And I just saw him two weeks ago. Did we, we, we tried the same MMA gym, so we actually okay. became friends. So I just saw him a little while he's ago. He's a good dude. Yeah. We had him on before. Yeah, he's awesome. Yep. Um, don't let him knock you out now. I mean, those hockey guys like to fight. Oh, I know, man. But he wasn't really he, he an enforcer, knows. was no, he? No, no, no. He's a speed guy. Yeah, yeah. He, he understands. No, <laughs> he's good. He's good. <laughs> Shock your mock time coming up. Plus uh, a little bit more on Fields and Mac Jones and... I mean, are these quarterbacks really having this good a pro day, or are we being a little over dramatic? We'll be very dramatic and shock your mock next on ESPN 690. Brent Martino. But man, when you hit, what is that button you used to hit, like the X button to, to accelerate? Austin Lane. I haven't played man in like 10 years. Sorry, uh, we, sorry we let you down there. Uh, that was a major letdown. Yeah. I mean, Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. You know, whatever they teach in terms of a, a scheme, uh, he's going to pick that up very, very quickly. And he's very, very competitive. So when you combine the talent, the size, the arm strength, his competitiveness, his toughness, his intelligence, I mean, it kind of checks all the boxes. And if you're trying to design a quarterback, uh, you know, to me, you know, Justin fits that prototype. Justin Fields. Yep. I think Justin Fields is going to be good i think the narrative the last couple of months is now all of a sudden just feels not going to be good mm-hmm. i understand you you're concerned about his bad but i don't even think i mean you still do you think he's gonna be a good player in the nfl or are you that concerned about the bad that makes you think he's just not that good oh that's a good question i think he's gonna be good because i'm like dwayne haskins he's gonna have his legs that buy him some time and, and help him out a little bit so i think he, i think he's gonna be good where he ranks within you know the pantheon of this draft class you know, you know, I feel about Trey Lance. Trevor Lawrence is Trevor Lawrence. I think he's going to be the fourth best quarterback out of this draft class, like in the next couple of years. 
I, I think Zach Wilson's ahead of him. I think Trey Lance is ahead of him. I think obviously Trevor Lawrence is ahead of him as well. Take this for what it's worth. He ran a four 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 forty fast. Fastest one since RG three ran a four four one in yeah. two thousand twelve. Fastest one since two thousand six for a quarterback to go in the first round. Yeah. So now, at the pro day. Just keep in mind. Downhill. Downhill. Not in Happy Valley, but Buckeyes are waiting at the finish line. 38-yard dash. That's <laughs> it. Sorry, real quick. Emory State. So my junior year, um, you know, like during the spring ball, like we had, the, the last thing we did was we did testing, right? And then we did testing that would go to the season. So when we did this, uh, we had our 40-yard dash set up. And needless to say, the 40-yard dash was actually a 39-yard dash. So when we ran a 39-yard dash, like, I, I run it. I feel great. You know, I'm, I'm all creatined out. And by the way, that's legal. It's, it's a thing. But but I'm – yeah, turn your microphone. But I, I'm all creatined. Yeah, I'm all creatined <laughs> out and everything. And all of a sudden I get to the end and the coach goes, four, five, seven. And I'm like – do I just forego my senior year? <laughs> and do I just go to the league right now? Well, come to find out, it was like a 38 to 39 yard dash. So, yeah, take it for what you want. Why did they tell you that part? I, they should have told I, I, you. I know, I know, man. But can you imagine? Can you imagine, no, can you no, imagine if no. it's 457, you go to the combine or whatever, no. and you were like a 47? Like, what happened? No. They didn't tell us until, like, literally, Brent, I'm not, I'm not exaggerating. They didn't tell us until, like, months and months later. Oh, like, so, we so that's where you thought you were at. Yeah. And I'm like, dude. Like, how did I get so slow? Because it was even like, I'm like, I forgot what website it was. It's like draftscout.com, where, because the coaches told them. So, Austin Lane 457. Oh, I'm man. like, phone was ringing. Uh, I get to that combine, that 4 8 comes up. I'm like, okay, never mind. <laughs> We're all good. It's a good way to get the phone ringing. Yeah, it is, man. You tell them. <laughs> well, well, why do you think? I mean, that. I had a By lot the of way, visitors. just to let you know. Yeah. In 2010, if you're in a 457 on your position, I yeah. mean, even now, if you're in a 457, but again, it's like, Guys have gotten so much faster in the last decade because yeah. of the specialty training for it. The athletes are better every year anyway, yeah. but the specialty training for that testing yeah. you know, has gotten so ramped up. Well, and it's funny. I actually had this conversation with uh, Reggie Northrup, who is an MMA fighter as well, played yeah. at Florida State, spent some time uh, with the Rams. But even like when he came out compared to when I came out, it's like when I came out, the four or three defensive ends which I played, they were all like 280 pounds at least. Like I had to put on weight after college to try to, you know, fit the mold of a four or three defensive end. But like even like weighing 270, 280 wasn't out of the realm of possibility in playing a three four outside linebacker. Because I remember at the combine I did linebacker drills as well. Wow. Like it's crazy how far like, you're not going to see too many 280 pound outside linebackers no, anymore. No, no, you know, no. I'm saying like 240, 230. So it's crazy how just over, you know, let's say a decade or so. Um, it's it's completely changed about how we perceive what a defensive end or outside linebacker looks like and how much they weigh. If you had just real quick question here, if you had, uh, so what were you when you came out? How how big? I think I was two seventy six. You were two seventy six when you came out of Murray State at the combine. Well, I mean at the combine I was. When I came out of Murray State. I was about probably two sixty five, and then I put on about ten pounds. Okay, so let's say you played at two sixty. Or, yeah. or you came out today and you were 260. Yeah. Because you're 245 now. Correct. But obviously you would have been a little beef, bigger, right? Beefier. No, no, no. Go on and say beefier. beefier. I, I like that. Yeah, beefier. Right? Yep. I mean, after all those natty lights in college and stuff. <laughs> oh, hey, hey. A little respect. <laughs> Miller Lights, all right? Once again, it was the public Ivy League. We're drinking Miller Lights. We have some kind of class. Uh, so say you're 260. Yeah. You come out and it's today's NFL. Yes. And you play at 260 because you're allowed to play at 260. Are you're you dropping weight? Or you would even drop weight? I drop weight to about. I'd probably weigh like around two fifty, two fifty five. Yeah. Okay, I would drop. Do you think about like okay, I would have been way more productive at that weight in today's game? 
Oh, when I look back uh, on my career, because like the, the telling factor for me was when I got to Chicago, because Chicago they had, and I think every team was doing this at the time back in would have been two thousand and like thirteen, fourteen, where it was like your optimal body weight. So like, remember I went to Kansas City, I was two hundred eighty pounds. Yeah. Right. Didn't feel good weighing no. 280 pounds. Now, it was... You were a little chubby. I was, I was chubby, man. I was a porker. Okay. <laughs> when I made weight. Yeah. But I mean, hey, me and Andy Reid hanging out fast food Fridays, <laughs> having the time of our lives, dude. I mean, we're, we're, we're cheers and potato wedges and, and, and uh, you know, mozzarella sticks. <laughs> I was a porker. Yeah, I was a porker. So... You know, when I get to Chicago, though, and, and, like, I was slated to play outside linebackers, I actually had to drop a little weight, and I talked to, like, this this body mass index specialist. Like, that was their only job, Brent. Like, they, they grew up one day when they were, like, five or six years old and said, I want to be a body mass index a specialist. BMI specialist. So one day. And, like, <laughs> Do you mean BMX? No, BMI. No, BMI. <laughs> I'm so concerned with body fat percentages. And I sat down with him, and, like, I kind of talked about my career. He's like, dude. You you are doing yourself such a disservice weighing over 260 pounds. He's, he went your your optimum body weight for what you want to do is 250 255. Everything else is excess, and everything else um, is only going to slow you down, and it's going to put you know stress and weight uh, uh, on your joints. And obviously, everybody's built differently. Some people yeah, can yeah. carry weight better than others, and just the way that I was built and crafted, uh, 250 was kind of like the the sweet spot. You seriously would have been, and all kidding aside, you would have been better off. Uh, being drafted by Dave Caldwell, Gus Bradley, four years later. Heck yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. But once again, it was just it was a different time then, where I had yeah. to gain weight because that's what they're looking for in defensive end. So I had to abide by. Was that. it Seattle and Gus's defense that kind of uh, changed the body type because of that Leo position? I know everybody around here hates the Leo position. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, did, did they kind of? You know what? I, um, I think it was a little bit of that. I think Von Miller had a lot to do with it because yeah. I remember like the big thing about, about the same time. The, the big thing about Von Miller was that he was, he was quote unquote undersized. Yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden you saw a guy that played with speed and that played with leverage. That's like, okay, maybe these guys don't have to weigh 270 pounds to be successful at rushing the quarterback and even maybe stopping the run. Yeah. So I felt like. As the body types kind of progress to more smaller, faster guys, well, the game obviously got faster as well because you have to keep up with the fast offense. Oh, obviously. All right, Kuz, let's hit yeah. it, man. It's Shock Your Mock let's Time. Let's do it. He is none other than the Shock Master. We're going to Shock Yo Mock. We're going to Shock Yo Mock. He's brutality, don't you think? Shocking. How are we doing? So many days, so many mocks to shock here, Brent. And this is actually a this is a Justin Kuzart special. It's a grammar because apparently this is an Instagram. Is this a DM? It was Kuz. Oh, it was a. It, this is a this is an aggressive Instagrammer. Yeah. Like, Dear discretion is advised, perhaps. Oh yeah. Okay. Pulled out pulled out all the stops because I on our ESPN Instagram account probably over forty or fifty notifications on my personal yeah. Instagram account, probably over like 15 to 20 notifications. He better be listening today. Well, I'm sorry, first of all, because it's my fault because I don't oh, Instagram. Well, but, I don't Instagram. But, you know, so. but at the end of the day, yeah. it's like, 
That may yes. account for what he was. I'll tell you that. Yeah, yeah I bet. You know, uh, I, know what's going, uh, you know I, know, I can't man? wait. Hey, wait, wait. There's my reaction to it. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, anyways, so Kuz, this guy's name, and he's got he's got this apostrophe in it, which you know how I feel about apostrophes sometimes. Jack Plache? Plache? Oh, Plache? Plache? I say Jack. P. Uh, it's right here. Brett, if you could go on the, the Shock Your Mock screen and help us yeah, out, that would be fantastic. This is a team I, effort. I would say Plache. Jack Plache? Yeah, very nice. Okay, Jack Plache. Jack Plache. All right, so Jack Plache slid in Kuz's DMs, liked everything, really <laughs> wants his attention out there, and that's fine. But you know how I feel about this, Brent. If you're going to go out of your way to, to try to get our attention and Shock Your Mock, you better bring the goods. All right? You better bring the A-plus report card. Because if you don't, like I said in the group text, guys, it's going to be shock your restraining order because we're a little worried right now. Plache, if that's a real name. Sounds like a made-up name. Jack Plache, like, Jack is American. Plache, not so much. I don't, are you buying this? <laughs> it should really you be. buying this? Maybe it's really Jacques Plache. Oh, Jacques Plache. So maybe more hockey's. I'm just shock. kidding. That's that, 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 not stereotyping. But maybe hockey's more. Maybe it's a shock your <laughs> NHL stereotype. Okay, well, I don't <laughs> want to offend anybody. I mean, I mean he's either plays hockey or owns a beast. That's at Brent Ants Jackson, not me. Uh, Kuz, real quick, any background on this guy? Do we know his story? Did you look him up? Oh, no, but I can if you want me to. I real, can do quick. Just, just real quick. Just real quick. Yeah, because just real that, quick. That, that, that Twitter handle bio. Yeah, just, just real quick here. Okay. I mean, Hold I think on, we've I'm already done a deep DM. dive into his name. Watch him be off the grid. Probably a Jets fan. What do we got, Kuz? Anything? So, Jack Plache, is that what we decided on? Yeah, whatever, huh? Um, no, he was, he was, uh, down over Riverside on November 8th, 2020. Okay. So. Okay. Sounds at, good. Oh, and okay. Second photo at TIAA Bankfield on the Jaguar statue. Okay. Are you so. you want to go so, on that thing? Well, you, uh, uh, that's, I, look, I think that's We don't snitch on Shock Your Mock, okay? <laughs> just, we'll just breeze don't, past just that. Just don't wear the shirt next time yeah. on the statue. All right, Kuz, one yeah. last question. Let's get this mock draft underway. In this message that he sent us here, that's on the 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 screen right now, yes. um, that has taken over the you know ESPN 690 stream, right, for like right. the fifth logo that we've picked uh, in the past month. But what is this part where he says your something is grass? He's, and, he's and, talking and, about golf, and he says your ass is grass, essentially. Okay, Brent said it. I guess we can just swear now on this show. That's cool. He says, um, okay, he says Brent, name the course and give me a tee time. Okay, he wants to play golf with you. <laughs> oh, really? Anything. He said he's going to beat you at golf. Okay. No, he said my ass is grass. Okay. Well, that's a threat. I know. Don't, don't look at me. This is your battle, not mine. He ain't threatening me. I'm just saying. He what is, went, he where is me. this coming from? This was Instagram? Instagram. He, he DM'd us. I am on Instagram. So it's guys trying to fight you. So, so that's great. Check. Okay, so keep that in mind. So, so we want to give out t-shirts and be nice to everyone's draft. Remember this. This guy wants to fight you. Cool, is you ready? I want to fight Just a golf <laughs> competition. <laughs> well, Brent, he said that your, at, he said that your A word is grass, so... <laughs> I don't want to. Hey, I don't want to get in trouble. I don't want the show. Brent I think does. you should take more exception. Would this mock would go along with a Minshew trade, the best available offer, probably a fourth for for Not, Gardner makes you a fourth. Godspeed, Gardner. I, I like the optimism. Yeah, me maybe, too. Maybe, maybe, maybe I don't a little like sunshine the and rainbows. Maybe a little sunshine and rainbows, Brent. All right, break He's been this listening. Because we got to get there. mad. We're gonna have to go to break soon. Let's get a thumbs up. Is it up right now? All it right, is. cool, cool, cool. Well, despite being a Gardner Minshew fan, he's got Trevor Lawrence going number one. We like that a lot. And by the way, he used, uh, you know what, what he used, Brent? He used that pro football focus mock draft. And you know who that's powered by? Like ASM or ASW? Or- <laughs> okay, hey, dude. Careful now how we know. It's, it's, no, it's, it's AWS. Oh, AWS. Okay. I, uh, no. AWS. Okay. 
need AWS, okay? That's, Let's not screw up this wait, endorsement for now, me. Now I really want you to have to do an ASMR Shock Your Mock review tomorrow. Oh, so I can do it right now? <laughs> okay, do it, do it tomorrow. Say, so, hey, stay tuned we for tomorrow. Get, like, music and stuff, Shock yeah. Your Mock ASMR tomorrow. Okay, anyways, though, we got Kadarius Tony, uh, first round pick number 25, wide receiver out of Florida. You know, do you think Kadarius Tony's going to be a first round pick, first of all? Or do you think he drops? Because you've been hearing first round, but I want I want the Brent Martineau expertise here. Yeah, I've seen him all over the place. I've seen him from number like nineteen or twenty all the way back to like thirty five, which sure. get early. I think he does go late first round. Yeah, I okay. think he's going to go between like twenty four and thirty two. Yeah. Listen, I'm not mad at him. Urban loves speed. Urban could love a gadget guy. If today's Tony's that guy, you know what? I'm going to be nice here, Jack Plushe. Um I'm not mad at it, Jacques. Ja- sorry, ja- well, it's J- it's J A C K. It just spells. It's, it's just, just yells. Better, Jack. Doesn't it feel great to say Jacques, Jacques Plaché? That is pretty cool. Jacques Plaché. Um, I worked my first job. I worked with oh, guy Jacques Doucet. Oh, maybe I should do this <laughs> in a French accent the whole time. So oh, he takes Pat Fryermuth number. By the way, Pat Fryermuth. I mean, every mock draft basically, right? It is what it is. Or Brevin Jordan. And I understand that. So I have no ill will towards the Pat, Pat Fryermuth pick. So guess what, Brent? Right now we're three for three. Okay, they think in hockey where where Jacques is from, they call that a hat hat trick. Where I'm from, I'm not from there, but I played hockey. I know what's going on. I mean, Bob's asking me to play for the Iceman, so I'm kind of a big deal. Uh, Richie Grant, pick number forty-five. No, it's French. I'm a Zamboni driver, (laughs) so there we go. There's a lot of Frenchness (laughs) going on right now, and I appreciate it. Uh, Pick number forty-five, Richie Grant out of UCF. We talked about him a lot. And Coos, we got a draft need alert. Draft need alert. Safety off the board. I like it. Okay. Very good. Do we dare go four for four? And uh, Richie Grant, like, I'm not sure if he comes in right away as a day one starter, but you got to add depth. You got to add competition at the safety spot. So, so far, I'm not mad at this. Now, PFF, obviously powered by AWS, has issues giving out C pluses for Kadarius Tony, giving out C pluses for Richie Grant. That's not my job to break that down. It is what it is. Najee Harris at pick 65. Your, your eyes lit up. That'd be tremendous value. It's tremendous value. I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, I think the AS. That's one of the problems with the mock drafts. Well, is and, that guys slide all the way down. Yeah. Like, there's no way Najee Harris is getting a 65. And there's no way AWS is going to put their name on this. They, they, they know better. There's no way Najee Harris slips as far. But even By if he way, did. AWS goes B plus at getting Najee Harris at 65. They, 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 they didn't say that. It was PFF that said, Brent, AWS powers this. Oh, okay. Sorry. They're not responsible for getting all the grades. You, you are so messing up my endorsement right now. But with that being said, Najee Harris, I, you know, I think that we don't give James Robinson enough credit. I, I think James Robinson is the unspoken hero of this Jacksonville Jaguars team. But can I, he carry the freight all by himself again? I like that phrase. Carry the freight. That's new. That's going to be a T-shirt. My dad carry worked the freight. in the trucking business. Dude, I, I like that carry the freight <laughs> thing. I mean, for, hey, forget shock your mock. We got something with carry your freight. I don't know. Let's let's let's, let's brainstorm that for later. I think he can, Brent. I think he's shown that that he can. I think the way that he runs, um, I, I think just you know his story and everything that I've heard about the guy, he can be that dependable guy, yeah. right? And I think if you bring Najee Harrison. He's, he's a great running back in his own right. You know, one of the best running backs come out of Alabama who's had some great running backs. But at the same time, I would rather see a third down guy who's a little more suited in terms of speed, in terms of slashing ability, out of the backfield, right? As in like a thunder and lightning combination. Yeah, so you're a little concerned that Harris, you're going to have to be forced to thunder play, and, and then thunder. you don't know who you're playing. Yeah, and then right? it's, it's kind of like the thunder and thunder and a little got, bit. I mean, that's where Hyde comes in a little bit right now because he, there's no pressure to play Hyde. Sure. But in case something happens, at least you have a guy who's been able to do it he uh, has, he's proven yeah. it 
Yeah. I mean, he's proven he can sleep a little bit too. There but, it is. I was waiting for that one. Yeah, but I mean, that's but that's why you have a guy that's a backup. Yeah. Like if you get Najee Harris, you don't really view him as a backup, but get him in the game, yep. right? Shock your mock and line from Hyde. Yeah, it is what it is. Line to my boy Brent Martin. No, it is what it is, though, man. Let's keep it rolling here. So Hunter Long, Boston College. What what are we doing now, though? Right? Because now we're going after another tight end. And I get it. If Hunter Long's there, there's some, you know, there's some people saying that he could be a a suitable guy in the league. I don't like this pick right here, though. I don't like this pick when, and I'm not sure when this draft came out. So obviously the Tyson Alualu thing, probably not taken into account. But I don't like the fact that we haven't addressed interior defensive line or outside linebackers, right? There, there, there's still a depth need there from both in, uh, from both positions, regardless if it is before Tyson or after Tyson uh, chose he's not going to come to Jacksonville. Then pick 130, then, then we're off the rails, okay? And, and now I got an issue. I got an issue with ProFootballFocus.com giving this pick an A+. Plus. A+. Plus. An A+. Plus. Perfect. A 97 to 100%, depending where you're coming from. That's how we did it back in Iowa, Scandinavia. 97 to 100%. A plus, an A plus on Kellen Mond. I have Texas A and M. We just now, got C J. Beathard. Now, yeah, yeah. And, and, and by the way, oh, I'm sorry. Is this guy a Gardner Minshew fan or not? I, I could have sworn he just we get a fourth round pick for him. So uh, you, he did say this assumes that we trade. Yeah. Okay. Oh, and, okay. I didn't really do my due diligence there. I just okay. I immediately shocked this you, guy. You went to Re- Godspeed, Gardner. Yeah, but but regardless, though, we have Jake Luton, right? And now we have C J. Beathard. I, I don't like this, Brent. I don't like bringing in another guy at pick 130. And I under, we don't going to say, well, we need to pick 130 or pick 152 like I was. That's, that's a crapshoot. But every once in a while, you get Telvin Smith. Every once in a while, you get contributors like Austin Lane that come in and actually make a difference for a little part. Yeah. And stopping the run. I agree. And stopping the run. And, Excellent. And, and, and sometimes you sack Drew Brees one time. And, and a that's huge impact on the community. I, and a, <laughs> yeah. I mean, the beach bars maybe made it through. Bought ice cream everything. for people. I did buy ice cream for people. Thank you very much. So, Kellen Mond, I don't like it. Does absolutely nothing for you. He may never see the field. And I'll be honest with you, I know that the senior bowl, he played a great game. But to me, Kellen Mond was a big disappointment this year in college football. And I, we don't need him on the team. So, no, Kel- no to Kellen Mond. Brady Ketchison, T, uh, tackle BYU. Why not? Pick 170. We, we go back to the Grant Delpit of the year. And listen, this guy could be the next Aaron Donald as far as I'm concerned. But I'm not going to learn how to pronounce this guy's name at pick 170. Okay. Wow. Via Bow, do you want to take a stab at this one? You're you're the professional here. Kuz, you want to try this one out? Oda Tecumbo Ogajahi. Okay, I, I I can't stress this enough. That's close. I have to learn 13. Well, I guess what 11 free agents now because Tyson's not Lisa's coming. This is an edge. Is it? Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. At least he's an edge, but. Listen, not a great edge because I'm going to lose my edge and try to pronounce the name. Okay? I got 12 or 13, depending on what Tyson, whatever it comes out to. I got to pronounce a lot of names for free agents, okay? I got Marvin Jones. Thank you, Marvin. I got Carlos Hyde. Heard of you before. And that's about it, man. I've got everybody else, right? So uh, there's a guy from Chicago who I, I'm drawing Robertson a Harris. See? He tricked you with a couple of names. Well, because the hyphen. Hyphen. The hyphen. I'm, I'm, I'm anti-hyphen. I'm, I'm anti-apostrophe. He's Rudy and Ford. Flaché, and I'm anti-hyphen and Robertson Harris. With all due respect to him, he's big MMA guy. I can throw a punch. I've seen him throw a punch. I don't want to offend him too much. I'm not going to learn how to pronounce this guy's name. So while Pro Football Focus gives it a B plus, D. Yeah. D because I can't pronounce his name. We'll have to call Mike Tarico on that one. Thank you very much. The Notre Dame pronunciation. <laughs> now we're talking. Uh, and let's finish the, the draft off here with Trey Norwood. That's fine. So overall, what Safe. do we learn, everybody? 
Let's not take a quarterback when we have Trevor Lawrence and Jake Luton and C.J. Beathard. So get Kellen Mond out of here. Um, let's take it a little easy on the tight end position. I get it's a need, and we, we addressed it, but now we're getting a little crazy with it. Let's not have guys that I can't pronounce in the names. And by the way, let's not go after us 25 times asking you to shock your mock when, I'll be honest with you, I've seen better mocks, Brent. Have you seen better mocks? I've seen better mocks. This did not, I mean, I'm glad we did this dude's mock so he's happy now, but sir... The constant attention on Instagram for this, for this, for maybe a C-plus mock overall, Jacques Plouchet, stick with hockey, dude. I'm not feeling this one. And by the way, Jacques Plouchet. Yeah. Your ass is grass on the golf course. And Brent's Name calling the you out. Time. And Brent's calling you out. I like that. I'm not coming, by the way. You're, you're, you're being your own. On my own. I got well, golf clubs. Yeah, but I, okay. But I, understand I don't need your, how, your weapons as I, hands. I understand how you, you talk a big game, though, when I'm around. Like, you're calling out Sean Payton before from the Saints that one time. And I could take Payton. And, and the New York you Say that again? I could take Payton. Uh, that's going to be the soundbite for tomorrow. I'm going to put that on Twitter right after the show. I can, can't wait to spread And I can take just about anybody with a golf club in my hand. Okay. What about the New York media? Probably not. No? I need a little help. Yeah? You think they fight dirty or masses. There's so many. I know. There's a lot of those. Yeah, I know. Okay. Well, we'll we'll say it. We're way up against it. Your mock's been shocked. Your mock has been shocked. Shocked (laughs) Plouche. We'll be back on ESPN 690. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.